0: a lot of bullshit, but it don't matter because I have established myself as the original gangster not the original prankster I don't rap about it I don't sing about it I don't dance about it this is what I do as who's your next partner I don't care about no partner because I'm me I do my thing I get my done you know what I'm saying because I am the original gangster
1: well, Rhonda's a clown anyway. She does this shit anytime she fucking, uh, she fucking loses and shit. She sits up, up here and cries and shit, and then you know wants to say, "Oh, fans this, fans that," or it's always something other than her.
2: Like I'm sick of her shit. I'm good I on mean, her. I feel like she's just working the crowd, bro. She's literally saying, "What's the rush in me coming back if everyone, if I'm gonna show up and all these people are gonna be unappreciative of me and boo me?"
1: Man, I you ain't gonna boy. boo you anyway. You fucking stink. Nah,
2: sure. like
1: She's 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 good, but mean nah, her, her character her character my stinks.
2: Had, my man's had a good run. Respect, respect Ronda. She had a good run. She
1: had, she had a good run because she's an actual legitimate fighter, not because she's fucking entertaining to watch. All
2: right. She's Got to put on a match. That's all we need. I I don't need Ronda to entertain me. I need Ronda to... The female
1: to show up and fight. Right I don't back. need her to be be the female Brock. I don't need that. Like we have Shayna for that. Like I don't, I don't need all that. So Eve, I'm I'm glad you didn't you didn't yeah. tap into that. That's not something you needed to tap into anyway. <laughs> that is not something you needed to tap into.
0: I was just confused. I was like, what are you what are you talking about? Shorty been going quiet, like, for months, chasing Shane around her, her backyard, and then
2: when you pop back out, it's for this. Can yeah. can Shayna be female? Shayna being female, Brock is like kind of unrealistic. Cause like I don't remember Sh- Shayna's MMA career, right? I, I don't think anybody. I don't remember it. Right, so I so she can't be Brock, because we saw Brock do that, right? And we saw but we also saw Brock get his get worked. So we've seen that. And I've seen that from Rhonda. I know given the circumstances, nine times out of ten, Rhonda's gonna fuck you up. I don't need anything else from her.
1: Yeah, but I mean still you start the show yet? Yes, I started the show. Of course I started the show. Work. well, I tell you, would you like me? Would you would you like me to do the, the the honors this week, or would you like to, as you know? Nah, you're doing it. You're your doing first. It. You got it. You got it. You got All it. right, folks, um, welcome back. This is episode, um, I think, eight of the Undisputed Hater podcast. I'm your host, Coach, and this week um, I like to make a special announcement. So. Uh, I enjoy doing the podcast by myself, primarily with, uh, you know, a few special guests here and there. But with anything, I think it's always good to have, you know, a partner in your corner to have somebody that you can rely on. So with that being said, I have a new co-host. My boy from last week, my brother, my savior, Doug is Christ.
2: Well, that was intense. Wow. You'll Very intense, first. right? Very I intense, mean, the savior. I mean, uh is always the first step, so I'm glad that you saw the vision. Oh, don't be uh, a fucking clown.
1: Don't be a clown. But.
2: I knew, I knew you needed some help, and uh, I ain't got shit else to do, so let me come save you real quick. You know, you know, you know what it is? You are a fucking clown. That's what you're we do in New York. Stays, yeah. We consistently save people. New Yorkers, <laughs> baby.
1: Speaking of New Yorkers, our guest for this oh, week, no. he has been on before. Yeah. My boy from the black announce table, my boy Eve. How we doing, Eve?
0: Well, we in good spirits, man. We chilling. Staying indoors. You know the vibes?
1: Staying indoors. I don't know about staying indoors. You might stay outdoors.
0: Nah, you
2: we can't indoor, stay. Baby.
1: You can't stay outdoors because, you know, that Rona going around.
0: Hey, look, I'm going to tell you, man. Once it's 75 degrees and up, it's gonna be uh coochie over the consciousness, you know what I'm saying, real soon. So
2: listen, they got to Memorial Day to get this shit together, cause if they yeah. don't, it's a wrap. Nah, that yeah. shit dead. Niggas
1: is stuck in the crib for the rest of the year. Y'all bugging. Niggas is stuck in the crib for the rest of the year. You might as well. You might as well accept that shit now.
2: I mean, I did, but I'm just saying. You know, the community is not.
0: Yeah, hey. nah, we, we can't accept that, man. We, we, took, we took too many else to accept that.
1: But I mean, like. niggas is out here willing to risk the Rona just to be outside just to play outside for a cookout test
2: them test them go ahead and test them you notice that like all these countries that are good now right they did this in January they didn't wait till spring because they knew right we wouldn't be having yeah we wouldn't be having such issues with social distancing if it was I don't know mid January and we'd be locking people down springtime baby I mean,
1: it's America, though. You know America is uh, reactive. America's never proactive. Always reactive. We got to wait for some shit to happen for us to do something. Right. Mm-hmm. So, y'all might as well tap in and startle up. You know, go to, go to the Sam's Club. Go to Dwayne Reed. You know, get your snacks. Get your drinks. Maybe some aspirin if you got an occasional headache. You know, we're going to be in the crib for the long haul. With me in the crib for the long haul. Hey yo, so right now I'm watching uh this is completely off topic, but I'm watching uh random ass actual bronson videos on uh on YouTube, like all his munchy shit. hmm mm-hmm. And I realized this nigga really used to be able to cook. I mean I'm sure he still can cook. He makes some really book. good interest. I Have do too, but I've never made anything out of it.
2: Same <laughs> Didn't he just actually buy like some independent wrestling company?
1: We're going to fact check that.
2: I feel like I saw something. I've never. The only bro. person I
1: know to bought a uh, company was Master P. Yes,
2: sir. Snack
0: wraps. <laughs> snack. What the fuck never, is snack never. wraps? What <laughs> snack wraps? I mean, to be <laughs> honest, there might, might, the right, <laughs> might be both.
2: Right, <laughs> there might be both. I know. No, <laughs> uh, nah,
1: he got the upside down version. He got snack wraps. It's crazy.
2: <laughs> nah, chill. I. It's crazy because I don't think it's wrap snacks, but I know Fabulous got like a honey barbecue cheddar chip going around in the city, and it's like banging. But it's not really? wrap snacks, yeah. Well, it's, on some like, some it's, it's on some like it's on some like deli cheddar cheese shit. I don't know what it is, but this shit was banging. Fabulous got some uts. Yeah, Fab. Fab, not to plug. Fabbing got shit else to do. Fucking
1: uts. Hey yo, what's your favorite uts chip? Uh. Oh shit!
0: Yo, this is just a poor ass. Word. Whoa, 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 whoa,
1: whoa, whoa, whoa! Watch your mouth! Watch your mouth! What we what we won't do? What we won't do is slander us. Now they gave us they gave us banger after banger crab it was chips
2: sh- after banger because we couldn't afford it.
1: Crab <laughs> chips, your salt and vinegar, man. Like your honey barbecue. Let's like like it's, it's not slander us now. Y'all have lost your minds. No, nah, let's hold me down. I
0: ain't gonna hold you. you. Tell me. Someday Niggas probably eat Ruffles, man. Pocket. You could only afford the Utz Capri Sun and the beef patty, and that that was a <laughs> 30, and that helped me down many a days. But I will probably go salt salt vinegar, salt vinegar, is just a classic to me.
1: Classic. Salt vinegar is a classic. Can't believe a nigga trying to say that Utz is the poor people's chip.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm sorry, we all
1: couldn't. We all couldn't afford Lays, man.
2: We could not and then we got jobs, and we could. And I forgot about those bad times.
1: Man, lays oh. is fucking too salty for your boy. I can't fuck with that.
2: I can't fuck with
0: it. Oh, you man.
2: Wait, nah. so alright. So so let's let's get into this WrestleMania shit. Okay. Let's let's skip let's into the shenanigans of two nights? The two nights? Two nights. What was it? Too big for one night? Was that what they kept talking about? Too big for
1: one night, baby.
2: All right. Thoughts on night one?
1: I got to go back and look at it to see who was on night one. Because all I remember from that night is the bone yard match.
2: I mean, there's not much else to talk about, honestly. I mean.
0: We we had some Iron matches night one. We had all. Yeah. What do we have? We had K.O. on Seth Rollins last night one. Um, we had K.O. Jordan being a wild boy. Next. We had and Goldberg, if niggas care about that. Uh,
1: I, care, I care about that, man. Shout out Bron Stoneman, man. My, my dog finally won the title. He should have won fucking four years ago.
0: Four years ago, yeah. Big congrats to Bron. They had to make my man look stupid for a year straight before they threw a title on me.
1: For no so, reason, uh,
2: dog. For no reason, man. man.
0: Roman Reigns do work, make Braun look like a beast just to make him look dudu.
2: I saw they retweeted. They were like, oh, four years ago this happened, and it's Braun throwing the ambulance truck over. Um, and I'm like, uh, I'm like, damn. He should have had the belt then. Like, I think even, Shout like... that that moment.
0: That was right. that Nassau College Steel. you. That is special moments from. Shout out to the Irish.
2: Shout out to Long Island. Um, it's crazy. Long Island. Relax. <laughs> uh, Long Island. Yo, it's kind of crazy. I kind of feel bad because I'm like, damn, you really only got this belt because, like, Roman... No
1: no, it, no, 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 no. We like, won't do that bullshit. Okay, no, we sir. won't.
2: We kind of have to, but we. No, no. also, like, like high key. All right, so you telling me that if considering what we, even though we're fast forwarding, it, right? Considering what we saw in SmackDown, if he loses that belt, that wasn't just pass me over. Like, I right, hear, congrats. You of just course, had he was. Drive. I
1: mean, yeah, he was going to be a transitional champ. I Like when we when we saw the reports come out that Roman wasn't doing it no more. It doesn't matter who, if it wasn't, if it wasn't the Fiend. If it wasn't Bray Wyatt, then anybody else who won that belt was going to be a transitional champ. It did not matter who it was.
2: I just couldn't help but like see Nakamura come out and I'm like, damn, we not getting Roman. Damn. How long hey, he's you out for? That's the other question.
1: Nah, I, if I'm not mistaken, I saw some shit uh, over the last 24 to 48 hours that said he's not wrestling like the rest of the year. Who? Roman.
2: Until so this is all over? Until oh, this
1: shit is over. And especially with, with other reports that I don't know if y'all seen it, but it came out that um, Lashley and somebody, like two other people, they, they tested positive for the shit.
2: Oh. oh, it's
1: over. So Wait, I thought yeah. I just
2: saw something about them saying they were going back to doing live shows next week. Yeah, I mean, I still, I, I, cool yeah,
1: I still think they're doing live shows, but I mean
2: it, well, why it doesn't they make... Doing that?
1: Alright so This is this is where uh, Shit get a little tricky So with um, You know With Fox and USA Obviously you don't need Live programming And shit like that And you know Not having sports Not having this that And the third Part of that contract From what I was reading Was that You can only uh, Have so many Tape shows a year
2: Oh shit So they have no choice
1: So it becomes Yeah It, it sort of becomes A no choice thing Where you kind of Have to do it Damn like, it's a, it's a lot of legal mumbo-jumbo that I'm not going to speak you would, about. You would think
2: Fox and USA would probably make, I feel like more way more Fox than USA, but you would think they'd all be like, just give us a show. We don't really care. You would think so, but That's a I
0: don't know.
1: Yeah.
0: I would think so, they just understand, like, during a pandemic, it's like, yo, know, I, I can't really surely meet these contractual obligations. You got to let me cut me some slack here.
1: You asking old white people to use common sense, bro.
2: Like, imagine like Fox having like NFL right now. Gonna be like, well, you got you got to give it to us. You can't tape this shit. They are lucky that sports are canceled.
1: I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm 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 telling you, if they if they went with a full episode of Raw SmackDown streaming from niggas' backyards, I fuck with.
2: <laughs> I don't know what. Get, I it, want.
1: get I'm, it on the, Get it on the IG live.
2: I do know that I'll, I'll when I can find it, I'll pull it up. Uh, they put out, like, a statement about it. And when I tell you whoever wrote this paragraph for them set the tone of, like, you're going to do this. And this is, like, a whole PR spin. I was like, I hope that publicist gets paid the quap for that statement. They don't. They don't. They care. They, they. They. I think, to their credit, they're giving a lot of precautions to it. Like, people... Mm-hmm have to it's a certain amount of people there's no crowds i think they're doing tests for people keeping them in i heard that they bought a whole hotel out and that's just for them like that's for them oh here it is um they put we believe it is now more important than ever to provide people with a diversion from these hard times wwe told espn we are producing content on a closed set with only essential personnel in attendance and following appropriate guidelines, while in the following appropriate guidelines while taking additional precautions to ensure the health and wellness of our performers and staff. As a brand that has been woven into the fabric of society, WWE and its superstars bring families together and deliver a sense of hope, determination, and perseverance. Hope. Oh. Clock for that. Got clock. That's, a, that's that, that lets you know how business is going here. Um, but yeah, Mania Night One, um, they 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 had to give it. I you know me last week I said I thought they were going to find I way for like Seth or Fiend to get it. But it, Braun gets his run. Um, I even enjoyed the, the pre shows like Cesaro and Gulak. And um, I'm glad that even like I'm glad that dudes like Gulak though Like regardless of the situation are getting like a Wrestlemania match
1: Yeah, I, I, I fuck with it I fuck with it I'm, Or I'm even Cesaro personal. Cesaro, he should always He should always get a Mania match But I think, at least from night one I mean, it was pretty solid The only thing that really got on my goddamn nerves Was the Becky Lynch and Shayna Baszler match Because I don't understand the point of it I don't understand the point of having Becky win that way, and just win, period. I, I'm I'm still trying to wrap my brain around the fact that she that she won. You have Shayna, you know, come up. She smokes all the NXT. She comes into the Rumble. She smokes the damn Rumble. Only lose the fucking Charlotte. Only for her to look stupid at Ad Mania. Like, what's the point of that?
0: Uh, like, what's the payoff there? I guess I think she would have lost a different way. Yeah. I like the fact that she lost the way she did. It was like we, we've seen it a couple times already, and it's like my you haven't found a way to counter that yet. You know what I'm saying? It's been like a year or two, a year and a half or something. We've seen that move uh, a few times, Like you haven't there's no way to counter that. That, that roll up,
2: it's like the uh, lost, that's the same way that she, she lost to Kai was right? Yeah, um, I also think like I think it's kind of similar to like when. Like why have Oscar lose at Mania? But it's kind of like if you if she don't lose to Becky, then who the hell is she gonna lose to? Right? Because you 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 can't do you can't have her. She basically has already run through the roster of Raw at this point. So now I'm supposed to believe that if she runs through Becky, someone that she just. I just watched her destroy three weeks ago. Is going to take her out. And, okay, you bring back Naya. All right. But also, nah, I've seen Naya get beat by the women that you just annihilated. So I guess it's kind of like if she doesn't lose now, when does she lose? At least, like, we can say, all right, Becky beat her, and now you get the rematch where Shayna learns from mistakes, and then, boom, that's it. We worry about that now, but like at least for now, there's no one else I was going to be there.
1: I think that her losing, though, is as stupid as a decision that it was at the time. I think that her losing is going to be beneficial because we got the money in the bank coming up. And if there was anybody from the women's division that needs to win it, it would be Shayna because Shane is perfect for it. I went into a whole spiel about it on um, on Twitter about why um, the money in the bank contract only works for certain people, and you know, Ed set that precedent in 2000, was 2006, 2007, or whatever. He set the precedent that one, you need to be a heel; two, you need to you need to have the champions actually worry. And when we look back at you know, all of the Money in the Bank winners, the best ones tend to be those, you know, those heels, those assholes, those people who really capitalize on the moment. If a face wins the Money in the Bank contract, it's kind of dumb because they do the shit that Braun Strowman did or John Cena did to where you're letting motherfuckers know when you're cashing in That's it's kind of fucking retarded. It takes away the appeal of actually having a contract.
0: Braun Strowman cashing was
1: ridiculous. Like, right, bro, Bruh. went to
0: the gym was like, yeah, I'm cashing in on this date, hit Here's the
2: briefcase now. You worked. big tummy.
1: Oh, dummy. On, oh
2: man, you doing, I, I, I hey, don't. I'm hey, happy for him having a universal title. Look at the shit he done did.
1: But it, I mean, if Braun was, you know, if it was 2016, early 2017, and Braun won the Money in the Bank. Then it's more plausible and it's okay because the type of character he was portraying was that somebody that, you know, you'd be worried if you had the contract. But when he won it, it was just like, eh, he's a goofball. He's a clown now.
2: Let's let's just say there's a reason why Braun let it know like a month in advance, and then he lost. There's a reason why that happened, and then there's a reason, why, and then you see why on the opposite side. Brock didn't even know he had a year and when he had found out he was like wait what you mean I got a year and they don't even need to know wait hold up what are we doing here let's get out of here and regroup this right and look what happened he pulled up about a month later and cashed in
1: didn't win waste of a fuck I like I just hate the idea that you cash in the money in the bank and you don't win. That is very frustrating for me because it takes away the point of the contract. Because if you were smart about it, you would just do what everybody else does. When a champion gets his ass whooped, when they're struggling, Hey, it's cash in time. Let me win it with the least amount, you know, take the path of least resistance. But so many of these face champs, don't. they don't do that. And that's why I think Shayna will be, you know, vital, especially for the women's side. When all of the women's money in the bank, uh, you know, contract winners have been lackluster. Shayna brings an air of legitimacy that hasn't been there for the women's side like it has for the men's. With the men's, you can get away with having a a, a stupid cash in or somebody that shouldn't have had one, you know, every year, every other year, whatever the case is. But with the women that haven't had that that, you know, that one person to say, hey, this is a real thing that we need to worry about. Like, this is a real person we need to worry about. And especially with the way that they're they're working on brands where people are floating left and right. You know, they're doing all the Survivor Series things. You know, they're having these 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 people go from brand to brand. I think with the contract, you now have three women that always have to look over their shoulder. If Shayna wins, and it's like, damn, is Shayna going to show up and fuck my shit up? Because she's that type of person. That's
0: true. Having seen that, um, have that that uh, briefcase and just moving over the entire division or all three uh, for all three shows, that's a, a good idea. Feel so, I me? Mean, it's not a bad idea at all. It's
1: spooky hours, man. It's real spooky hours. Niggas don't want that, man. Niggas don't want that. But um, Eve, what do you think about the bone yard match? And specifically, what do you think about the? I mean, we'll get into it when we get a night two and uh, the NXT match as well. But what do you think about the cinematic style? I, I
0: rock with um, I rock with them shooting matches like a, a director X video. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's <laughs> it gives it a different vibe, especially right now. Like, um, I was saying it on on our show, I was like, if they shot uh, Randy and Edge's match like that, I don't think there would have been much complete. You know what I'm saying? Like they they definitely that match. Especially, you feel me, it went on a little too long, but you saw what they did with with Gargano and on Champ on NXT, but they had that, that same cinematic effect and people ate it up. You know what I'm saying? So right now I'm rocking with it, especially since there's no crowd. It's like, it's like yo, dude, fancy it up. You do it up, add add the parsley, add the, the, you feel me, the oregano sprinkling, you feel me, just make it popping. You don't <laughs> have a lot to work with right now, so you might as well definitely don't overdo it
2: though, but right. I'm here, I'm
1: here for, for the cinematics. Doug, what about you, man?
2: I'm here for it. I am in the, I'm in that camp of I need more, even though I know if I get more, I'm going to hate it or not hate it. It's just going to take away the the effect of it. Um. I also thought, yeah, Edge and Horton was way too long, but you got to do what you got to do. Uh, I appreciated it, cause especially like With Taker, it's kind of like, every year, it's like, all right, what do we got to sit through this year? Like, I know he's here, but, like, is the hip good? What are we doing? And that kind of would have been way more awkward this year without, like, no crowd. So, like, if it's bad, it's going to be real bad. So, why not spice it up, right? They had my man Michael Cole. I thought Michael Cole was going to have to do the whole show by himself, and I was worried for him. I was like, they can't have my man do a mania by himself. That's cold. I like, think they gave him they gotta give him G. Because he's been riding out on SmackDown mm-hmm. for weeks. And then Corey Grace pops up this week and I'm like, where have you been the last six weeks, bro? Um
1: no nah, fuck that. Give I, me, give I, me I Tribulation Cole again.
2: Yeah, that was that was pure jokes. But now nah, I, I messed with the cinematic feature. I hope, I hope, at least while this happens, um, as long as it's a meaningful feud, then by all means go for it. Don't. Don't listen to my tweets where I say, like, give me money in the bank in this style. Like, nah. Make it meaningful um, and keep it at that. And I think I think we should be good with that.
0: That
1: makes sense. That makes sense. I'll,
0: I'll, did you say make money in the bank cinematic? If they made money in the bank cinematic, that would be fire.
2: It would It would be so <laughs> fire. Like, I know it would I've fire. I've never,
1: I've but I, I know they would ruin thought. it. <laughs> Money in a Vegas, like, in a cinematic style would be kind of crazy. Like, I'm really trying to picture it right now, and it's, like, wild. Like, would it be, I, like, a Fast and Furious movie?
2: I don't know what it could be. I just appreciate them deciding to to flex. Like, yo, you know what? Let me remind y'all that we got all the resources, okay? We could film a movie if we needed to. Let me show y'all how we do this. Um, I don't know how, how it would oh, be. It would look crazy, but... See.
0: Yeah, it's really I know boring. Matt Hardy rolled over his grave
2: right now. Boy, you
1: know that nigga is hot right now. You know he hot.
0: You,
1: you know he hot. Shout, you know what? Shout out to Matt Hardy for making that happen. I think that um what he did with the final deletion really it set the standard for it. Obviously, you know, WWE took that and ran with it, but for me, this is a little a little bit of a tangent, but Matt Hardy has always been the, uh, you know, he's older than Jeff, right?
0: Yeah, he's older, brother. He's, he's
1: older, but he hasn't been better. And Matt's career has been, you know, quite interesting. He's never been the star that I think that he believes himself to be, but he does have, you know, great ideas and great creativity, especially in the, you know, Towards the back end of his career, where he is now, he's he's able to develop and you know put something together that's interesting. So definitely shout out to him. Definitely shout out to him. Um,
0: I think that. Do you, the- do you think um, do you think that, what, the WWE's version of the father deletion? Mm-hmm. Um, do you think, like, what what do you think about that? Let me hear your thoughts on that first.
1: Do you remember? it you talking about, uh, what was that, Matt versus, Bray. was it Bray, right? Yeah. I think, okay, so here's the thing. I think that that was, it wasn't as good as the final deletion only because it came relatively quickly after the final deletion. So when when something happens that's innovative, right, you have something like the final deletion that's like nobody's seen before. So when you do it so quickly after it, it kind of seems like everybody doesn't look at it as, OK, they're trying something new. This is different. This is cool. Everybody looks at it as, oh, you're jacking the style. You you see somebody else do it. So now you, you're trying to do it. And everybody thinks that that's not as good as the original product, which is true. It wasn't as good. But when we look at it, um. Now, I think that having Bray in that match was very important because Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt have similar minds for the business to where they can reinvent their characters and they're good with, um, you know, they're wonderful with promos, they're wonderful with uh, vignettes, things of that nature. So I think it was good for for Bray to be involved in that. Um, As for what it was, I think it was good. But it wasn't going to be better than, um, you know, the original. That's all I think with that. Like it wasn't anything to be, uh, you know, to be raving about, but I think that it helped. It helped both people in, in a way that we can, you know, now clearly see. Doug, you, you're making a face like you have some thoughts. Nah,
2: yeah, no, no, no. Really? You know how I feel about Matt Hardy. Um... <laughs>
1: How well, do you feel I, about Matt Hardy? Tell the people. <laughs> Tell the people. The mid is selling. More hate. More hate, right. more everything.
2: Y'all need so- to... I told... Uh, uh, I said a hot take suggestion to like the A-Show podcast, and I said that how... You know how the Milwaukee Bucks have Giannis on their team, and as a thank you, they keep his little brother on the roster? Um, right that's basically Matt Hardy and you notice they wished him his endeavors and then went to promote that Jeff's back. Don't trip. Okay. I know Matt Hardy is appealing to people, but Matt Hardy and Cody are the same person to me. And I hope they become mid elite tag team champions of the world. That's I'll keep it at. That. I did see though, um, that someone mentioned that like, if you're going to give Matt Hardy, correct, cause I, I, wasn't watching any of that's i wasn't even really watching wrestling when matt hardy was like in deletion mode um but there was like jeremy barash i think his name is i don't want to i don't get the name wrong but also he was a big part of producing the same stuff with matt hardy i think he had a hand in what happened with mania so it was like that was
1: pretty yeah cool. i think uh he had a hand in the f- don't quote me on this because i'm not looking it up right now i don't care to but i think he had a hand in the firefly fun Funhouse match, um, and not the the boneyard match. But going back to the boneyard match, what I think was, was interesting and, and I'm I'm glad that it, it happened. I'm kinda pissed that it took this long to happen, but seeing Biker Taker really uh brings a smile to my face. I know that everybody hates him because as we've gotten older and as social social media has evolved, we are we are learning more about our childhood faves and about these people because, you know, there's not that everybody has the Internet now. So I know that Biker Taker, uh, you know, <laughs> he is uh, not he one about
0: that transcript where this thing was donating. He was making hashtag donations,
1: man. <laughs> he was sending donations, sending gifts. Um He did. Uh, I seen. I seen a screenshot on Twitter the other day where he was doing an IG live with somebody, and he had on um, a Blue Lives Matter shirt. And I'm just like, oh my god, nah. So- uh,
2: I saw. I saw. I, I. I think it was from like. I don't know if it was yesterday or Friday. It's not even him. It's whoever he's doing the live with. Like their backdrop is just so like. America. Like, they got the flag draped, they got a gun on site, and then there's something in the gun, like, on front of the gun about donations and stuff. Like, they got everything clear. They got their Blue Lives Matter, they got MAGA, they got the dudes wearing, like, a Make Wrestling Great Again shirt. Not America, just Wrestling Great Again shirt. But then they got the gun out. Like, it's just... It's that. Nah. Man. Taker is...
1: Taker is my all-time favorite. Like he is the reason why I really got into wrestling when I was, you know, growing up. I was like, oh my god, this guy is kind of fucking cool. He does this whole demon death shit, and this is like wild. He rolls his eyes in the back of his head. So I tried to do that for the longest, and it freaked my fucking mom out. Um, But just seeing him back as Biker Taker is what I wanted for the longest, and it's something that I think should have happened twice before now. Once was after WrestleMania 30 when he lost to Brock. Okay, cool. That didn't happen. Whatever. Move on. But after he lost to Roman, when he left his gloves and hat and jacket in the ring, if you're not going to retire and you're going to come back, why not come back as Biker Taker then? That is the I, I was just about time. to
0: ask that because um, I, I still believe he should have retired after that most of Brock. Um, after that first loss, I feel like that should have been it. You ride off into the sunset. You feel me? You go to to your ranch in Texas and let Michelle McCool jerk you off all day. You feel me? Because that's it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but why come back? You lose to Roman, and he looked hurt in that match. You know what I'm saying?
1: He looks so
0: My bad. My boy looked like he was in mad pain. You lose. You fold up your clothes, and that's it. And then you come back again. It's like, bro, like, why do you keep doing this?
1: It would have it would have made more sense for him to come back, you know, once a year if he had done the whole biker taker thing. If he had come back as a biker taker, it makes sense for him to come back. But if you come back as the same character, that's what was so frustrating for me, because I'm like, bro, it's you know, mid 2010s, bro. Everybody knows you don't have these supernatural powers, bro. Like everybody knows this, that shit was cool in the the '90s, you know, the early 2000s. But everybody knows you don't have your superpowers no more, bro. Like niggas got yeah. niggas got social media. We got the internet now, bro. We know you're not shooting lightning bolts out of your shit no more, bro. We see the we see the guys coming to set this shit up for you, bro. So I mean, I I, I really wish he would have did that a long time ago. But the fact that it happened in this and I appreciate the fact that it happened with AJ Styles because everybody knows AJ Styles is one of the best wrestlers on the goddamn planet. He can oh, he God. can he can take a, a trash can and turn that shit into a classic. Like that's how good he is. So seeing not only in it, it it goes to to AJ to be able to to do this style of match, but it also goes to to both of them for having that type of chemistry. Both of them talking shit back and forth. Both of them making it entertaining, you know, making making you tune in. Like I really, I really fuck with it. I really fuck with it. It, it sucks that it got overshadowed by the next night, but you know,
0: whatever, bro. Not, I mean, it kinda, but to, to me, that's still so, still so stand out match to me.
1: It definitely is.
0: Um, we we got to see Undertaker, Steven Seagal mode. My boy pulled up on a bike. Yo, yo, he, he <laughs> beat up on on Druid, <laughs> whatever that
2: was like. And nah, the Steven
1: Seagal, the Steven Seagal probably. circle, killing me, dog.
2: Undertaker <laughs> got that. Finally, got that one movie role he'd been wanting his whole life, and he he acted his ass off. I don't, I don't think it uh got outshadowed. I think there's a reason why that went on night one, and they weren't on the, both nights at the same time. I think there's a reason why that happened, but I don't think it was mm-hmm. outshadowed, though by any means. I think it was it was great. I think, like to your point, it, we, I think we just. I guess this is kind of like I guess how fans felt in the '90s when they were like, "Yo, hold we we know this shit ain't real. Like, stop telling us to eat our vitamins, kid. Like, do something else." And for us, it's like, "Yo, listen, you're not dead, man. The way you keep wrestling, though, no. fix that. Like, this whole, we know we are not from here, so like, you don't gotta do this no more. So if you're gonna pull up, then just be the old man." And I think Biker Taker gives him like old man Taker. Um, so I'm glad that happened. I'm glad like him and AJ got to have like this just real old man, southern man, and talk about your wife and all this <laughs> and back and this and all of it in this glory. Nah, that it was fire though. I don't like I don't know what Taker does next year now. I have no idea. I does does Taker need
0: to come back? Do you think Taker needs to, to come back after this?
2: Because I every, every year I say no.
0: I feel like for a long time Taker was chasing that that good match to, to go go away with. You know what I'm saying? He didn't really have it with um with Roman, and in the we've seen him team with Kane and in, in uh in Australia I think it was him him and Kane versus DX. That was a good match. Mm-hmm. Him and Goldberg, him and Rusev, and now I feel like he finally got that good match to where he could you know call it quits. Like all right, I I put on a banger. I gave the people what they wanted, the people of Raven. I feel good about it. I feel like I can hang it up, man. You, do you feel like he needs to come back?
1: I don't think he needs to. I think that it needs to be a situation where it's perfect. If you're going to come back and you're going to do another match, it absolutely needs to be perfect. There can't be no ifs, ands, or buts about why you're coming back, who you're coming back to fight anything like that it like it needs to be perfect otherwise don't come back because like you said he can go out right now on a high note because that match was so good it was something different it was something entertaining it was something that people talked about and it 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 really like you said it got the people talking people were interested in it people got you know they got the biker taker they got the the shit talker He, he was moving around good he didn't look like he's looked in the past so I think that if he were to go out and be like, uh, eh, I'm good," that's my retirement match. I'd be I'd be okay with it. But if he comes back, it needs to be something that that's worth it. It can't just be some bullshit match against fucking
0: I don't know uh, Drew Gulak or somebody. I don't know. I feel you. All right. So so what about Five Five Funhouse? Undertaker break. WrestleMania 37.
2: What, what, Ooh. what are we I was going to say, I was just going to like say that, like, I think, I think he has to get like the Sean treatment in the sense of like, nah, y'all need to know this is my last one. Cause I I think they just have, he can't do like the, I'm going to just go out and not say goodbye. I think he needs to go through the process of like, nah, this is it. I'm done. And then I think the only way to really do that, you got to make it meaningful. There's really only one person left to make it meaningful with. And that's that's Bray, right? And I think even with uh, Bray's character, and like, if you notice the pattern in the people he chooses, he's, he's got to issue a fade. Like, there's a receipt, kind of. And yeah. guess, guess who else he has a mania loss to? It's Taker.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think that uh, a Taker, Bray, Firefly, Funhouse match next year would be actually very fire. So, let me go on record here right now and say that as of today, as of, matter of fact, as of last Sunday, Bray is officially my favorite wrestler in the company right now. Not because he puts on bangers, necessarily, but I've always said that for me, entertainment is more important than actual in-ring ability. You can wrestle like a fucking rock in the ring. You can have... Move. You can have the move set of a five year old in the ring, and I would not care if you are entertaining doing it. What Bray Wyatt does is very entertaining, and his wrestling entertainment mind is so perfect. That match, that I'm not even sure you can call it a match. It really went through so many, so many nuances. So many, like you really had to understand like the history of John Cena and the history of Bray Wyatt to really get that match there were a couple of good reads there was a good thread on, on Twitter that somebody posted the day after there was a, uh, a good read um, I can't remember the website but I think his name is uh, Brandon Stroud he posted um, an article that was really good on um, the nuances of of the John Cena character and the Bray Wyatt character and the mistakes that have been made and this that and the third that really broke down the match and I think that with this, with this character, the fiend that Bray Wyatt has, he's not, he doesn't limit himself with it. But I think that it presents a few opportunities for it to be uh, pretty cool. I think that if he does this style with a with Undertaker, I think it's perfect. I think if he does this with the Roman Reigns, it, it'll be perfect. I think if he does this with Braun Strowman, it'll be cool. I think if he does this again with Daniel Bryan, it'll be good. But what, what really got me about you know this match was the willingness of John Cena to accept it. That's what I think set it over the top and made it so fire. Because this isn't something that, that gets in front of us if John Cena doesn't admit these things and doesn't clear it. And you could tell that they had so much fun doing it because John Cena is at a stage now where it's just like, Yeah, I've done a lot. I'm you know, I've been world champ sixteen fucking times. I've you know, I'm going to Hollywood now, I'm doing what I need to do, you know, making millions and millions of dollars. So I think he's at a stage where he can be reflective and be honest with himself about these things. And that's what made the match so fire. Not because it was, you know, amazingly produced or put together, but because of the fact that you know that this isn't in front of us if John Cena doesn't admit these things.
2: Like that's what's so dope about it. I think uh you kinda acts it about Taker, but it's actually kinda acts to some thing about Cena, like, you notice know, if does Cena come back, is there a reason for Cena to come back? Does he I could see if that was if that was it for him. Like I would not be surprised. So I'm like, what do you really bring him back for? Um,
1: I'll let Eve answer that first because I, I I got some good thoughts on that one. I got some really good thoughts on that. What's that? One. Um, at, if uh, like should that be Cena's last match? And if he does come back, like, what's the reason why? The same question uh, you asked about Undertaker.
0: Yeah, no, nah, I, I feel Loki. I feel the same way about. uh, about Cena. I feel like a, a lot of people are uh, kind of caught up on him catching the 17th title. Um, and I, don't, I don't know if it's in the cards for Cena. I don't even know if he wants that. Um, I feel like right now Cena seems content with kind of being in and out um, and putting on. I feel like right now he, he wants to tell a story um, more than anything. I don't think he cares about titles no more. I think right now if he if he is in ring and he's coming back, he's trying to Tell a good story, one, and make whoever he's working with look great. I feel like you did that with Bray. Honestly, I, I really don't think um, – I love seeing him. I, I think he's one of the greatest of all time. So, being biased, I'd love to see him back. But I don't, I don't think he needs – if this is the last one, I'm okay with it.
1: I don't think that this is his last one. And the reason I say that is because – I think that he wants to get that 17 to 18, but also anybody that's, you know, paid attention to the Twitters, paid attention to how things work with the Fiend. Um, whenever you face the Fiend, you normally do a switch, right? You do a switch between you face heel, heel face, whatever you are. And with this type of match, with this type, the way that they ended it and the way that they addressed him turning heel. I think that now is the time that when he does come back, I think that he's not gonna be the John Cena that everybody, you know, used to hate, used to know and love, whatever you wanna say. I think that he's gonna be an asshole. I think that we get an updated version of Hollywood rock, but it's Hollywood Cena. Nah
2: I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I, I I I think I think I to your credit, that does happen every time. Like, The Fiend makes you switch to what you never were. But I think for Cena, that would easily be the guy you saw every week for 15 years to, all right, you never see him again. I think that would be the switch. Also, like, no one can top Hollywood rock. He can't be Hollywood rock. He could no, that can't be. I want that sacred. I'm not saying that nobody can yet, top
1: man. Holly. Nobody. All oh, right, no no so,
2: look. It, nobody can top Hollywood. To your right, credit, though, but, right. like, just to your credit, I don't think, no, nah, I don't. Cena's old man, he
1: can't
2: he's not old. Cena's 40. Cena's what 42? Yeah, but he got got shit to do. And I think in a the way you want to tell a story, right? Like him doing the whole heel thing, that's a commitment. And he ain't nah, he's part-time. It's part-time for a reason now, right? When Hogan when Hogan did it, Hogan still wanted to do this full-time and still be irrelevant. Hogan couldn't go home. It's not the same with Cena. Maybe if this was like five. Six years ago, I get it, but like if he lost at Mania to Bray initially, maybe that's the turning point in there, and you get that. But at this point, I wouldn't. It's kind of like Taker, right? I would not believe heel Cena at all. Why not? Just don't cut the what promos, happened? cut the fire promos, and I'll believe that. But I'm not gonna believe a heel Cena unless it's like I just watched um. Uh, I was watching like an old Monday Night Raw from 2001 and Triple mm-hmm. H just calls Austin a pussy, <laughs> like full online TV. Like, you know what? You call yourself a BMF? You're just walking away like a pussy. Like if Cena does that, maybe I'll believe it. But like outside of that, no.
1: Nah. I'm telling you, I think I think it happens only because Cena's at the point now where he's this fucking megastar and it doesn't affect him in any way, shape or fucking form. Like, it doesn't hurt him It can help them because people finally get what they want i mean a lot of people you gotta understand a lot of people in this day and age aren't really they remember the doctor thuganomis but it isn't like you know it's nothing to uh it's not a it wasn't a big shock because that's essentially where he started like people remember the 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 early john cena where he slapped the shit out of kurt angle and he became mid, but Everybody remembers John Cena where he started as the Dr. Thomas, and then, you know, he started that gradual shift. But now where he's established, he's been, you know, the face of the company for God knows how long. He's in Hollywood now. I think now is a perfect time to do it because what, what do he got to lose? He literally has nothing to lose. He's still he's going to sell. He's still going to sell merch when he comes back. Like he's still going to get the movies. Like it doesn't hurt him in any way, shape or form.
0: Well if that Heel Cena merch
2: drops today, I'm buying it. ASAP. I'm, not gonna hold
1: you. I'm telling you. Like you you can't you I,
0: can't say. No, I, I, know, I know
2: I would do it, but it like I know I would give in. I just don't feel like it would like even when they did Hollywood rock, right? Like that's also what's kind of based off of that he was actually being booed and people didn't fuck with him once he went to Hollywood. None of us are like, oh Cena left us for Hollywood. We're just like, all right, good job. we we'll see you doing your thing. I think John Cena has been Teflon since the U.S. title run. Ever since then, he's been Teflon. So whatever John Cena does, he does with his life. And we ain't booing him. We're just like, hey, you're here. You're going to get what you get. But a full heel gimmick, even as long as they know that he will never actually be booed and we are going to cheer everything he says and does, then I'm fair game for it. I can, I can accept that. I can accept that.
1: Uh, Eve, I got a question for you. So, Spartan. how are we feeling about Drew McIntyre? We, fuck, we, we we fucking with the fact that he won the title?
0: Yeah, I'm rolling with Drew, man. I'm, I'm happy for him. He definitely deserves it. Um, I'm not rolling with him facing Big Show. The <laughs> Ten minutes afterwards, or the, the, the night after, like, I, mean, I, was, I was watching it. I was just confused. I don't know, yo, what's really going on here? And why is Big Show getting in so much offense? Like I've seen Braun Strowman break the ring in half with you. I seen you crying on TV, smile dripping down your nose, begging for your job. <laughs> and now you're a threat, like a legitimate threat. Like what's going on here, man?
1: I think it was a good match. It wasn't a bad it wasn't a bad match. I mean I wish that it wasn't <sighs> it was different. It was different. I didn't understand the logic of having uh drew eat what two three f5s and then coming back and getting his asshole by the big show because now it's like you're presenting big show as a bigger threat than brock lesnar so it kind of didn't make sense but also my thing was with that if you're gonna present it as he just got through um finished fighting brock lesnar fuck it why not just double down and have big show win You can always reverse that the next night. Like nobody's really gonna fucking care. But if you're gonna if you're gonna do that and present, you know, Big Show in that manner, just off the random, why not just shock everybody and just be like, "Hey, Big Show, here you go. Here's the fucking title."
0: What, yo? The internet will erupt. Wow, Wow. you want like you want chaos. chaos? I want I
1: want maximum chaos, yo. I really want maximum chaos.
0: Me too. I, I'm 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 one for chaos, but not like that. Big show. So what the title?
1: Yo, he got a Netflix up? show coming out. Yes,
2: yes. So so for I kid you not, right? They they're running, I'm watching Raw and they're like, oh surprise. And I'm like, man, this ain't about to be jokes watch. And then when I heard where I was like, oh shit. And I and now I've told myself that every time someone has to do a surprise thing related to Monday Night Raw. I'm going to just assume Big Show's pulling up. That's just how it works, it seems. Because the last time we pulled up, it was a surprise tag team partner. And every time it's a surprise, it's Big Show. So I'm done with that. But, like, I thought about the fact that, yo, they've been heavily promoting this Netflix show. And when I tell you I'm watching this match, and I'm like, are they about to give Big Show the belt? Like, ev I really thought it was over until it was over, and I was like, "They really about to get this single picture about. It's about to be jokes on the internet. Like literally, jokes are about to fly."
1: The match was that good though. Like it wasn't good as in you know, uh, HBK uh, Taker Mania Twenty Five, but it it was good because it was like, it was so random. But then you see Drew getting his ass when and you're like, holy shit. Like, is he really about to lose this fucking title right now? It was the the, the fact that, and this is what I think makes a, a, a good match uh, turn into a great match. It's that little seed of doubt to make you think that somebody is, you know, going to lose at any given moment. Drew was getting his ass beat so much. It's like, yo, are they really going to fucking do this right now? Like, are they really going to put the title on Big Show out of nowhere? Like, it doesn't matter why. It doesn't matter how, but the fact that um, he possibly could have
2: won that match is kind of wild. Nah, I don't need that. I just don't need that energy in my life. I don't. I don't. I'm glad. I guess it. I think it's also clear that like they gave Drew. They gave us the Drew Big Show match. So, you technically, Drew gets his title defense, first title defense out of the way. And they got money to bank, and they're building up to that. But they don't really have an opponent set for Drew, which I guess maybe, not looking too far ahead, maybe money to make one is probably a Raw opponent versus maybe SmackDown. But then you got that, and there's no one set up where it's like, Braun got Nakamura through Nakamura, and now you have Bray at some point. Um, right. So I guess biggest question is like, I right, Drew's got it now. What? Like who? I think it's too. It's it's too early.
1: <sighs> it's quite a few people that I can
2: see actually challenging for that title right now. Yeah, but I think this, there's some challenging, and like, do we think they we're they're, we're gonna believe them? Do we? I mean, you then, have a few
1: believable challengers on Raw, though. Like you have a few. You have Kevin Owens. You have a Seth Rollins. Um, hell, who is the Intercontinental Title on uh, on Raw? Who
2: strikes first? No, Raw no, it's on SmackDown. Raw has
1: a US title, and that's Andrade. Okay, yeah. who strikes um, first?
2: Like who's first up for Drew? Because like that, that's my thing. Like there's a roster, right? Like you can you can do KO. You can do Seth. You can do. Pretty much anybody, right? But who's the first one, right? Who's your first? I'm knocking on the door.
1: Mm-hmm. Like That's the question. And for me, okay, so this leads into the for me, I'm gonna answer this question uh with the money in the bank answer. I think that they don't answer this question until money in the bank. I think that first. Real challenger, Drew's gonna face a lot of people. He's gonna, he's gonna face a Kevin Owens, he's gonna face a Seth Rollins, he's gonna face a a bunch of these transitional guys. But I don't think his first real, real few comes until Money in the Bank. And I think that Edge wins that. And that's 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 his first challenge. And I think Edge wins that. I'm going out on a limb here, I'm going out on a limb here and saying that. They need to capitalize, and they will capitalize on Edge's return by not only having him win the money in the bank, but also
2: having him win the title. Don't put that man in no more ladder matches. It isn't. He doesn't even have to do anything that, crazy. And, and, that man needs to not be near any ladders whatsoever. Keep nah. that man away from ladder matches. Be you. You be trying to get people hurt. See, I don't. this is why you want too much chaos. That man don't need to be doing nothing, okay? I don't, bro. Nothing don't. at all. Nothing at all.
1: I don't. I just happen to think that, uh, um, it's no better way to really capitalize on um his goddamn return than having him win the money. Having the originator. Like having the first, you know, having the inaugural Money in the Bank winner come back after not wrestling for nine years, win the Money in the Bank, and then win another title—that's fucking fire.
2: I just don't need to watch doing ladder matches. I'm gonna just be honest with you, for my sanity, I don't. For my sanity, I don't. But yeah, I'm also yeah, we're rocking with we're rocking with Drew. What about I like? Um, I like. I'm cool with both champions. I think. One thing I'm wondering is just like, right, who loses it first? And I think obviously that's probably Braun. Braun probably loses it. Um, and I'm honestly, I'm cool. Like, all right, get this bra. I, I just want to know when is when the, it's kind of trash. Like, in I biased since that, like, damn, Roman's not coming back anytime soon because that's all I need right now. Like, mm-hmm. I was watching the, uh, I actually still have it on right now, right in the background, but it's the top they did a top ten best matches of the decade list. Right. Uh very interesting list, by the way. What uh, but they did Shield versus Wyatt family from Elimination Chamber. And I'm like, Yo, just, yo that. that match yes. is so fire, dog. Yeah. The it's a it's an not surprising but surprising list that they came up with. Um, but Oh, I'm I'm just watching like Bray and Roman. I'm just like, I need this. I I need this feud to happen ASAP. I don't need to wait any longer. Um, So I am kind of curious as like, how long do they hold off Bray versus The Fiend? Like, is that money in the bank? Is it just, we gonna prolong this until we can? Like, I, I want to know how, if they're planning long-term with the whole COVID stuff, or are they, like, the sh- kind of, like, short-term events?
1: Uh, I mean, I, you would think that if they knew all this stuff was going on mm-hmm. and they've seen, you know, the projections, they listened to the, the health officials, they would at least have some type of plan. So I don't think they, I don't think they rush it, but I think they do stretch it out enough because you don't know how long this sh- this shit is gonna last. You don't know when you're gonna be able to get back on the road. You don't know when you're gonna be able to get back in front of live fans. Which, if I may go on a quick tangent, not having fans in the arenas is some of the most fire shit in the world right now. Low key, not having fans is is fire because it enables, I don't know. Maybe I'm just tripping here, but it enables a different type of connection to where you actually have to be able to give a good promo. You actually have to be able to wrestle and entertain. And not having the fans distract you is kind of like, this shit kind of fire. I can, I can get used to this. I'm not going to lie. Yeah.
2: To it's like a not having distraction thing, but it's kind of like no crowd sleep, but like I still want to be there. But like if I could be there and then pick the crowd. Because I know we'll be lit and we won't be like interrupting anything, then we cool. But like, no crowd. Like, I don't think the crowd in, I don't know, Nebraska deserves Monday Night Raw. I mean, maybe they're cool people. I don't know. But like, New York City deserves a live show. So we, we need that. <laughs> right? Not, we need our I live shows. 100%. I, um,
0: feel like, um, I feel like, I feel like, Live shows should be major cities only, and the the rest of the country, Omaha, Nebraska, can get. You could get the um, the the house shows. You know what I'm saying. You don't deserve a a Monday night raw. Feel me. And as far as um, as far as promos being uh being done with no audience, we we're not gonna get, or at least I, I feel like we never would have got that that Seth Rollins promo. When he was talking about he was um when it, when it's WrestleMania time or something like that, I'll become a guy. We don't get that from, from Seth if we had a crowd, I don't think. Or at least it wouldn't it wouldn't pack as much of a punch.
2: Yeah, see that that's that's the thing. Like all I all I kept thinking is like the crowd is just gonna interrupt and say what? And I'm like, man, shut the fuck up. Like they just want to interrupt the show now. Like it's crazy because I was watching uh I don't know if I sent it to you. I might have sent it to someone else, but like I saw a clip of Austin. There's an Austin promo from like I don't know what year, but it was like the week after the Booker T incident in the grocery store. And it's when what is that? Like it's full gear. And that's when it worked. But like if it's Austin not doing it and you're just doing it to interrupt, and it's kinda of like just so like being a dick and just let Seth talk. Right. I don't need to I don't need to hear that. But when Austin was doing it, yeah, it was fire. Like the crowd is into it and it goes with his promo, but he's also engaging. He's not trying to have the what cut him off. So yeah, I hope fan behavior gets better when things go back to resuming.
0: Also, if you're middle, if you're in the middle of America and you're chanting what to Kyrie, Shane, to Oscar, to Andrade, to any of the the foreign wrestlers while they speak, you're racist, and that's that on that.
2: On that.
1: hey man let them let them folks chill, man. they' gonna chant what no matter what I don't know I don't know why they do it. I don't know why they do it. It's really corny though, so if you if you are one of those people, please stop doing that shit like it's it's boring, it's played out, there's no need for it, like like my man said, if you're doing it in the middle of a Kyrie same match, like what are you doing with your life? like you can't just enjoy the show, like do you really hate your life that much? I don't understand it.
2: You never know. Oh speaking of mania, uh, or it can change, we can it can kind of go into Raw, but I mean, it could be one general topic of all the NXT call-ups, starting with Bianca.
1: Yo, no, 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 So I'm about to get my bag. I'm about to get my bag. I'm about to get my bag, baby. So for all you haters out there, All you clowns that sat there and laughed at my girl that had all this negative shit to say because she didn't win the title, she's a loser, blah, blah, blah. You can suck my dick, okay? She she got her debut on Mania. She showed up on Raw. You can kiss my ass. You can see me in the streets, bro. I don't care. We are forever... Forever standing Bianca Belair. Do you understand what I'm telling you right now? And so when she wins the Raw Women's Championship, when she wins the SmackDown Women's Championship, bro, she can win the WWE Championship right now. That's how that's how how in my bag I am right now. She, yo, when she does all this, just understand. Just understand. I see you niggas. I've seen you. You had all this shit to say, all this negativity, all this these, these these nonsensical comments, all of you wanting to be assholes, just talking crazy out the side of your neck. Well, guess what? My girl fucking made it. You can kiss my ass. If you don't like it, you can see me. Please pull up. I will slap you over this woman. I will <laughs> who, slap you. Wow.
0: Who is she taking that belt off of? Wow.
1: It, yo, it don't, man, she can take a, bro, yo, she can fight Brock Lesnar, she can fight Big Show, she can fight Samoa Joe, she can fight AJ Styles, she can fight all of them at the same time. Charlotte, the the the, the fabulous Moolah, goddamn Mae Young, uh, Beth Phoenix, it don't matter, bro. It don't matter. It does not matter. Her time has come, and now everybody's going to see her for the star that she is. I'm wrong with you. I,
0: I'm going to say this, though. She beats Becky Lynch. And becomes world women's champion from beating Becky Lynch, I might have to electric slide on that timeline.
1: But I ain't gonna hold bro, that. bro, when I tell when I tell you when I tell, all right. So everybody seen the uh, the um, dark side of the ring with New Jack? How the nigga used to say he was coked up before matches. Understand? If she beat Becky Lynch for that title, I'm gonna be on the timeline, coked up, and I'm gonna turn up. <laughs> Everybody's you, catching a bar.
2: You are gonna be sick. You you you, you gonna be sick. And you're gonna hate me for this, but you're gonna be sick when Bianca gets her moment and she beats Becky just for Shayna to cash in and ruin it. I just had to tell you that's probably what's gonna happen. But
1: Man, don't, don't, see, <laughs> all right, man. It's Easter Sunday, and, and folks, if you're listening, like, this is the negativity that I don't want you to, to succumb to. I don't know what his problem is. Like, there's no reason to be this negative and be a hater. Like, she has done nothing to this man. <laughs> there's, there's but no we'll reason the for this.
0: Big energy, out the big hatred.
1: Man, the big hatred. I
2: don't understand. Like, what, what do you gain from that? What do I'm you gain? In, mind you, I'm a Bianca fan, just like you, brother. I'm just, I see things differently. You know, that their third eye is open. You are gonna get what you want, but you. You want a lot of things, right? Oh you want, want, want Shayna to have money in the bank and you want Bianca to be champion. And and what's Shayna supposed to do with the money in the bank if she sees Bianca that she already gave the fade to on numerous times? Is she not supposed to just pull up? I'm just I'm just that's this is what happens when you want Shayna to have money in the bank. You put Bianca at risk. That's fine, cause Shayna gonna catch a smoke too.
1: Bianca is an equal opportunity fade giver. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted.
2: Speaking of going across the spectrum, did we? Am I the only one who noticed that they got rid of the revival and just decided to call up Forgotten Sons and just place them right in that same exact spot? Just like (laughs) way more MAGA than than the revival.
1: I, I, I said something about it when it happened. I was like, all right, so you gonna you gonna release a revival and then bring up these dudes and they're even worse than a revival. At least a revival, I mean, I'm not sure if we can confirm their political affiliations and you know who they support and what they like, but the Forgotten Sons of are on record with the the Trump train. Yeah, but
0: again, having a, have you seen the gear, bro? <laughs> bro, it's been and, and they're and having the a Fox?
1: Having them go against Mexicans, I, I
2: understand. Like talk about it, they took out, <laughs> yo, a, a luchador tag team on Fox.
1: I'm not one to put on the 10foot hat when WWE does something, uh, crazy like that. But understand, I went in the kitchen, grabbed the uh the Reynolds Wrap aluminum foil, the heavy duty shit, made me a hat and put that shit on because boy, I couldn't believe it. You putting the Lucha House Party up against the Forgotten Sons on their first match? That ain't slick, man. That ain't slick.
2: Also, I mean, if you want to get into this topic, you you saw what happened on Monday night, right?
1: Are you talking about... Yo, They Monday Night Raw was hey, very black. I thought it was Black hey, History Month for a second.
2: It was, but there's a, there's a dark moment in that Monday Night Raw. And I, I don't know if y'all have been paying attention and... At some point, if it happens, listen, if it happens again on Monday, there's going to be some questions need to be answered. But for the past, what, five, six weeks now, uh, Alistair Al- Black has been getting over week by week, and he's been winning matches week by week, and he's knocking out my brothers. And I've not listen, noticed man, that, hey, but I heard hey, somebody
1: say something about it. I okay. have to go back and look. That was
2: me. You heard Is me this say true? about it. Is that true? I, I'm just saying, if you go, listen, go back to the tape, man. He's, he's been doing it. All his recent wins, his last four or five wins, yeah, all these nah, fade I to blacks.
0: He, I know he kicked the mustache off of Leon Ruff at least two times. <laughs> and then there was Lashley. It was Lashley? Lashley and then uh, Apollo. And he was in that's he was his last
1: wait that's his last event. that's his last three matches at least that we can wow We got about four
2: four to five weeks of, of Alistair. Hey,
1: hey
0: man
2: Hey
1: we put on the 104 hat
2: that's hey, crazy hey, hey 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 listen listen I, I'm an Alistair guy I don't want no trouble but depending on what happened on Monday this cup Monday I'm gonna give him one more chance right but let me see what happens this Monday and if, and if it happens again, I don't know what I'm gonna do next episode.
0: The Byron Sax are running to that ring in a singlet to catch a kick to the face. Watch,
1: <laughs> I'm gonna be Dio Madden, yo.
0: <laughs> nah, that's that's
1: really crazy. Hey, the the Fed is wild, man. They wild.
0: They um. Oh wait, hold on. I want to say this real quick about um about the revival, um. I find it funny. I don't know if this is 10-4 hat, uh, Eve, but I find it funny how they was complaining and the WWE just automatically releases them in the midst of the coronavirus.
2: Talk about it. Talk <laughs> about it. Talk, <laughs> about, <laughs> it. Talk <laughs> about, <laughs> about
0: it. them papers in the midst of COVID. I find that hilarious. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Nah, you can't get your release anytime else, but We going to let you go while niggas is getting sick and yeah. shit, man. Go, you, you no, you can no, man. You can go work
2: now. You can go work
1: now.
0: Sure. When you can't travel,
2: go ahead, go get your show, That's
1: that's some extremely petty shit, man.
2: That's my type of petty.
1: This man petty guy since God
2: knows how long. Speaking of uh, the revival and forgotten sons and Alistair Black being up on fellow kings, uh, NXT this Champa Gargano cinematic. Featuring Triple H as my boss, sitting. She was fired.
1: She was fired till Candice LeRae goofy ass came out there and fucked up the match, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. I was tapped in. That was my. That was my favorite Gargano match of all time, up until her goofy ass showed up. Because what was the fucking point, man? For a nut shot, bro. Nut shots are so played out, man.
2: I think you can't truly complete, even though I don't think she's played a big part. I think if you're if you're closing up the last year you can't do that story without her right because because they, they did a lot of callbacks to like old matches and you mentioned they mentioned like this was supposed to happen at takeover even in the promos they were like "This is supposed to happen at takeover you got hurt takeover ends with the three of them right um, so in the last year of their story she has been like heavily involved so i can i can see it right you kind of knew she would get involved when she drove them there um but yeah i don't think you can do this story without her i think at first i was wild i was like wait she's turning and i was like huh but then it happened again and i was like oh shit. Um, i'm just curious it's like what happens next? They they can't both be on this show. Gargano's got to go, but like, how do they operate with that? And then also the ending of it, which I think. I
1: don't think Gargano goes anywhere because I don't think that his. I don't think he translates well to Raw SmackDown. And I think he gets lost in the shuffle if he goes to one of those shows. He's not. He's a top star on NXT. He's not a top star on USA or Fox?
2: If you notice, this is also kind of a trend that I didn't really realize, most of the NXT acts that you wonder how they're going to get over and how they'll be protected, they go to Raw. And usually it fares out because Heyman kind of has that and takes care of them. Where on like SmackDown, they have a few NXT call-ups, but they're mostly, like, the mid-tier, so there's not many high expectations of them, right? Like, I don't really have much care or high expectation for heavy machinery. So they can kind of survive on SmackDown, kind of some thing, like, Nikki Cross or even, like, Lacey Evans. But then, like, the people that we really are invested in, right? Andrade, Street Profits, Garza, um, they're on Raw. And they all seem to be getting, taken care of well. So if Gargano goes to Raw, I think he's fine. I think Raw works, but I also think his, who he is might put him more on SmackDown more, because you can put him with Daniel Bryan, you can put him with uh, Gulak and Cesaro. You can literally throw him into that and it'll work. But I do think he'll, I think he goes to Raw. And I think if he goes to Raw, I'm I'm way more safer because in this weird way, Raw became more of like the wrestling show now because they have more time, obviously, but I think it'll be good if you go some other Night Raw.
1: Eve, what you think, man? I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a Gargano lover. I don't, f- fuck him.
0: I, I think, um <laughs> I think Johnny stays and Tommaso goes. Um, I'd I'd like to see Tommaso on a, on a roll of SmackDown. Um, I don't, I don't know, man. I was never too high on John. I like him, but I like I I, I don't want to see him on a Raw or SmackDown. Man, keep that man where he is. I think um I think he's safe where he's at. Let him be great down there, and uh, I don't want to say down there, but let him be great in NXT. Um, I think Tommaso could could have bangers. This niggas, I want to see Tommaso fight all the main roster. Um, I want to see him get into it with Seth. I want to see him versus KO. This this niggas, I want to see him rumble with. So I think RAW would be a, a good fit for Tommaso. I think him being called up would be fine. Uh, I'd like to see him up, up on,
2: uh, on the main roster. He can't get called up. He's not going to do that, right? I thought I, at least I, re- also? I, I think he did an interview, or no, it was his, or is it in the WWE documentary? But he was like, I, I, as long as long as he's wrestling, he's staying on. NXT because he can live out his whole career. I just, just based off the schedule and everything that's happened, especially considering like this last recent surgery, he was like just wearing tear wise. If I, if they call me up, that's about, a, he can do it like a year or two before he's like, I'm tapped out where like he can stretch that out over NXT. I, and I remember him saying like, I told Hunter, like you call me up, I'm probably just gonna retire. Cause his body just can't take that grind.
1: Yeah, I, I think he stays. Johnny, I think they both stay, but they just, I don't know. They do that's different town, shit. You hear it,
0: it's like, they like, yo, this town, they big enough for the two. That's some old shit, but it's true. Like, them, they, you had the, the big blow off the final match. Somebody got to go.
2: I think more than more than Ciampa, because he was out, but like, yo, legit at this point, who does Johnny wrestle? Killer like Cross, it, but that seems that seems like it's clear for Ciampa and not Gargano.
1: Nah, that's for that's for Gargano at least for the next the next couple of weeks, next couple of months to the next takeover or whatever. I think that they're gonna get that match, and then I think that Johnny goes because there's uh-huh. really I, I, after that there's really nothing else for him. Then he can go do his own fucking thing. But they have to be strategic on on how they bring him up because this is and this is my problem with the the company as a whole. They have so much talent to where not everybody can get like get a spot and the way that they the way that they do things, and I think I've been on record saying this before. One, they need to play hot potato with all the titles. There's no reason for in 2020 niggas to be getting year-long reigns like fucking Becky Lynch, 500 or something day reigns like Brock Lesnar, 300 or something you know day reigns with the NXT title like Adam Cole. There's no need for it. You have too much talent, and I think that. It benefits more people than it hurts by playing hot potato with the title. Who cares if you win it one week and then lose it three weeks later? Who fucking cares? Like, that doesn't matter. You have so much talent that could benefit just from having a title, even for a couple hours. And I think that with the talent pool in the company being so deep, some people are going to get left behind. And that's one of my biggest gripes about people who complain about... um, you know, when people complain and, you know, wanting to leave and jump shit to, I guess, AEW or whatever. It's like, hey, man, you only it's only so many spots up for grabs. It's only so many spots at a particular time up for grabs. And if you don't have one of those spots, you're getting lost in the shuffle. So when I see people on Twitter, the champion, certain people like, like the fucking um of Black Apollo Crews match on Monday. That was a great match. But everybody's Banger. sitting up the everybody's sending up is saying, "Oh, Apollo should get this, that, and the 3rd I'm like, Apollo's not getting that because he's not entertaining. Yes, he's a great wrestler, but he does not stand out. He does not stand out. Nothing about him says, "Hey, let me get more TV time. Let me get a, a, a chance at this, that, and the third. Nothing about him says that.
0: Bro, I, I'm I, I'm rolling with you because I'm one. I love Apollo. You feel me? But as far he's a great wrestler, but on TV he's just another generic black wrestler, man. You feel me? Like, that's... Bro, straight out of WWE 2K. You feel me? Trunks, there's nothing special about him. There's nothing that... That really grabs you. You feel me, bro? Like, he's a, a great wrestler, but as far as that, that entertainment factor, he lacks it.
1: And That's what people got to understand. Like, you can... There's plenty of great wrestlers in the company that, like... We get that. We understand that. If you have made it to this level... Nine times out of ten, you're pretty good at what you do. But also what comes with that is you need to be able to entertain, you need to be able to cut a promo, and certain people can't do that. If you can't do that, it's okay. That doesn't mean that you're, you know, not that great. But, uh, look, I'm going to anger a few people here, but I'm going to double down on what I've been saying on Twitter the last couple of days. Sasha Banks, it's time we have that conversation about her. She's a very good wrestler. OK, let me let me say this slow, slowly for you people at home. Sasha sure Banks. <laughs> yes, I'm, 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 I'm here. Oh shit. Oh shit. Sasha Banks is a very good wrestler. She can wrestle her ass off. But what her problem is, is that compared to her four counterparts, Compared to Charlotte, compared to Becky, compared to Bailey, she has not progressed enough in character. She cannot cut a decent promo compared to those women. And she's just not as entertaining as people like to think. Yes, she has good matches. Does she have as many bangers as people like to say? No, she does not. I'm like I'm not straying away from that. She has good matches. But when you're sitting up here saying, Oh, well, when most of the women's division have had their best matches with with Sasha, that says a lot. That doesn't mean that they're bangers. That just means that hey, with this match with fucking Natalia on a random ass episode of Raw, she had a good match. That doesn't mean that it's a fucking banger. It just means it's a good match. She's good at what she does. She is good at wrestling. But she can't do the things that need to set her over the top. And I see what they're doing now, uh trying to plant the seeds for the Bailey Feud, and I'm excited about it. I think that she gets her, you know, her next reign. At, you know, she wins the title at at SummerSlam in her hometown. Cool. But what more can you expect from a woman that's married to a guy that doesn't think Biggie is a top five rapper? Excuse me? Oh, oh, (laughs) y'all didn't see that earlier, huh?
0: This is news to me.
1: Yes, her husband said on Twitter earlier that he does not think that Biggie is a top five rapper. So please tell me if that's the type of person you want to associate yourself with. Man. I
0: was about to say some other shit. What's what's up with these these women in the WWE and they they married? So You show me like... I just don't understand the... I don't understand the thought process. Hey man
2: Everybody
1: can't beat uh, Montez and Bianca
2: I just want I don't know But If we're gonna go this route I just wanna let Kayla Braxton know that I hope she's having a great day And I'll leave it at that
1: and that's, a good, that's a good question So if there was anybody In the company right now That you like Could have Just 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 even five minutes with Not even to do anything crazy But just to have a conversation With who would it be I just wanna know Kayla's ring size That's it
0: Relax <laughs>
2: That's it. Just wanna know we're in, guys. That's, oh, it. That's, that's it. That's all I need that's
0: to know. You I mean, Charlie Caruso is my milk of magnesia. So,
1: hey, brother, come on now. Uh, see, you see. I want y'all to point. I want y'all to point out. I want y'all to point out that my brother is actively choosing a white woman over the black queens in his company. So please kill him, okay? Cause I would never do such a thing. Wow.
0: I would never do such a thing. <laughs> wow. Wow. My boy Doug went with KB with Kayla Braxton. You know what I
1: mean? Yeah, which yeah, so she mixed. She mixed though. Well, Kayla's well, mixed. Well, do not, I don't know what she's mixed not, with. but
2: She's definitely do not. Track, track
0: she's back. from Alabama.
2: Okay. Oh, Don't be out here trying to I, I think, come at my. I don't know. My empress. Okay. That's, that's that's what what we have special. Shout out to KB. Uh, also, shout outs because I'm. Just <laughs> this list and they had JoJo on the screen. So shout out to JoJo being a
1: wonderful mother. Man, JoJo got knocked up and we ain't seen her since, if my that's memory serves correctly. Shout that, out, that, shout out to the fiend. <laughs> she I, let I, him I, in. I mean, she let him in and nothing was the same, <laughs> yo <laughs>
2: literally. I remember one paper be like, yo, why is JoJo pregnant? And I mean never saw her again. And then JoJo was
1: pregnant. Uh got uh, her out of here. They replaced her with the uh the the young black shorty with the uh the pineapple bush. Y'all don't know about the young black show. She don't wear, I don't know, be? I don't know her name, but I see her all the time. She, uh, she bad, but she got a little pineapple bush and she don't never wear heels.
2: It blows the shit out of me um, I don't know what wrestling you be watching, but that's not. I just hope Kayla
1: has it. That's it. We can move Man, we all, we all know, we all know Bianca Belair is the top of the top and everybody else falls behind her. Wow, you trying to break up a black marriage. I see what you. I'm not trying to break up anything. I just want to have a conversation with her. I just want to talk to her. I just want to be in her presence. You know, you know, you know how you see somebody and you like, man, I really just want to have a conversation and just be in your presence. Like like with Rihanna, bro. Like I just look, man, Rihanna ever, if okay. I ever get the opportunity to be around Rihanna, I'm just going to stand there not say anything and just sniff the air, bro. Like just
2: just embrace the aura. I'm not the type to like sniff someone's air.
1: Hey, bro. I mean, if you don't, if you don't appreciate the, the, you know, the sense of smell, that's on you. All
2: right. Question. I won't. I don't know. Y'all seen? Have y'all seen their best of the decade list? Did you see that yet?
1: Is that on YouTube or the network?
2: It's on the network. Nah, I I think I'm. I think I'm at. Let's see what your opinion. I think this is no, the number three. Uh, so they just put out nice. WWE's That's ten greatest done. matches from the decade. Uh, I'm assuming this is based on the list. It's very like not NXT, um, but it's number ten is Brian versus Kofi. Uh, number nine is Shield versus Wyatt Family Elimination Chamber. Number eight is Punk versus Cena, Money in the Bank. Seven is uh Taker, Triple H Hell in the Cell, Mania. Uh no, that's number seven. Number six is KO versus Sammy. Battleground 2016. Um, oh, this will be an interesting one for you, sir. Uh number five, Rhonda versus Sasha. 2019. Uh, number four is Brian versus Triple H at Mania number three is Charlotte versus Becky at Evolution I'm currently watching number two which is Styles versus Rollins at what was this money in the bank last year and then number one is HBK uh, Undertaker at Mania I can't tell if this is retirement match or if this is twenty five. I I think this might be retirement. match. Either
1: or will work.
2: Uh, it doesn't yeah, matter. That's your that's their top ten of the decade.
1: That's not a bad list.
2: I'm not, not, a, not I'm not surprised list. entirely, but I am surprised. I I'm the only. I think they went from some like dramatic stuff. Like that's why you throw Kofi in there. Uh, I don't really remember evolution, like Becky versus. Charlotte. I don't
1: remember. I don't remember that match at all, and that's the one that I'm really questionable about because I cannot tell you anything that happened on that on that pay per view outside yeah, no, of
2: that. Yeah. that was, I think it was the TLC match. Uh, yeah, it was yeah, no, TLC yeah, it was, it was, it was, or, no, I don't. Well, this might be TLC, or no, this is not TLC. I think this might be Last Man Standing, actually, The Last Woman Standing. Uh, at, uh, at evolution. Yeah.
0: I remember them bringing out ladders. I remember. Yeah, chairs. they brought out. Yeah, that.
2: there's a whole spot. It's hilarious. I was watching. it was cracking up. There's a spot where Charlotte does the moonsault onto the table, and the table doesn't break. Uh, and they had to run it back. This was, I think, this was in New York, actually. Um, yeah,
0: nah, that yeah, that was at the Coliseum, Wilson. Uh,
2: Shout to the Coliseum. Shout uh, to the Coliseum. But yeah, that's their. That's a. I felt like I can think of matches, but I don't know what you guys thought.
1: I mean I don't take much I don't well I don't put much stock into those lists because I know what they're trying to do like and the thing about the thing about uh you know top 10 lists and shit like that is they're all subjective everybody's going to have a different top a top 10 list like there may be a few matches that stand out to where everybody thinks that this is you know one of the best but as far as you know, when you get into the lower, you know, the the 5 through 10 range, it's all going to be different. So, I mean, just based off what you told me, I can agree with a lot of it, but there's a few that I would have to really think about and put up there. Because when we're talking about a decade, we're talking about 10 years worth of content. And there may be a random ass match on fucking Monday Night Raw or SmackDown that I'm like, yo, that was a really fucking fire match.
2: It's one of those things where like every match that I agree with, I'm like, wait, you could have threw that match in there. Like
1: that's you could that's, you could have gave
2: me Cena Cesaro US title. You could have threw that in there, right? Like there's this but I, I get have you. Thrown, like, that match. Exactly. You could have the Rollins Gauntlet. You could've threw like when they... right, you gotta
1: think about it. There's a lot of matches. When we're talking about 10 years worth of matches, fifty-two weeks in a year. 10 years, that's at least, if you have one show a week, that's at least 520 matches. Then you're talking two shows a a week, not not counting NXT, then that's over a 1,000-something shows a year. Then you add in pay-per-views plus NXT, and now you're looking at 1,500 to 2,000 shows over the last 10 years, not counting... Uh, special events and shit like that so you're talking about 2,000 plus shows over 10 years and you're trying to tell me that those are top 10 no it's gonna vary it's gonna vary because if I go watch some random shit from 2011 and I'm like wow this shit is fire and then I come back and look at a pay-per-view from 2018 I'm like well that's kind of smoking that 2011 shit like that's gonna happen so much so you really have to think about like that
2: I just wanna say that the best part of these lists is that like you'll watch them and as you debate something happens, you're like, Oh, there's no debate and I just watched Rollins do a curb stomp that got reversed into a style clash clean and I'm like, Oh, that was fire. Um Nah but well, I I still I,
0: haven't watched that
2: match. Okay. Oh, oh, you gotta you gotta hop, you gotta tap in on this. I think here's a here's a thing I think. I, I don't
0: know um, exactly what I was I remember that day exactly, but man. I had went out to consume hookah, being, you feel me? Just doing things. <laughs> I went I out and drank some hookah. I didn't think money in the bank was going to be flames. Got a call. Niggas Say, yo, niggas might have had match of the year. And there it is.
2: And there it is. Uh, one thing I was thinking, and I think we won't know until, like, history down the line, but, like, When I'm now that I'm thinking about like a decade list, yo, this might be, if you're just going off of match quality, this past decade probably should go down as like the best the company's ever had of just match quality. This might be their best decade ever. I don't know if the current decade will top it or like future, but like I think certain errors and certain decades have certain things. I think they'll never be any stars right like the rock and cena and austin i don't think those will ever be recreated ever again but like we love the attitude era because the characters were lit not necessarily because the matches were fire some of them were fire but not every match was fire
1: yeah sound like something i've been saying over the past couple of years but nobody wants to listen to me when i say that hmm. there's
2: a good reason no wants to see it though i can I don't listen
1: to Hey you man, crazy. you gotta you gotta listen to me, man. But just I I, but I only tell the truth, man.
2: But I do think like this this past decade is pretty pretty fucking fire. So if you got time, check this list out. This this is a fire list.
1: I think we're gonna we're gonna check it out. We're gonna we're gonna check it out. We're gonna tap into it. Uh Eve, um shit yep. we're coming up on we're coming up on one forty five been taking up enough of the people's time. I don't know if it's raining where y'all at, but it's pouring down cats and dogs outside. I might go outside and just do some wild shit, go dance in the rain. But um, what you got? What you got for thing. the people, man? Oh, you know the vibes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm on, dog. What what you got going on, man? What I got going on over there at the black and table, man?
0: uh we, we still rocking right now uh new episodes every friday up every friday uh we was thinking about starting a patreon we are gonna hold off on that right now for a little bit just because um to charge people for content during a time like this is a little it's a little crazy to me you feel me that wouldn't sit right with me so the just know the patreon is is coming you feel me we got it up um and the content gonna come soon after this whole shit blows off but right now black and out stable every friday uh check that out man.
1: Yeah, if you were to charge me five, ten, fifteen, twenty dollars for the Patreon during this time, honestly, I might come DDT you through a table.
0: And I, I wouldn't be mad at you, bro. <laughs> like, I
1: deserve it. it. It might be real violence hours, but shit fucking you know I, I, I support with support anyway. Um Doug now that you are, you know, officially a co-host, how do you, how do you feel, man? I'm proud of you, man. This, this is, you know, you are a piece of garbage. But you are my, you know, you're one of my best friends, so you are my piece of garbage. And I don't particularly like this hoodie that you have on right now. I don't like the, the amount of wealth that you're trying to display right now. You know, first of all, first of all, why the fuck haven't you shaved? I've been meaning to ask you this for two hours now. You need to shave.
2: Quarantine. Nah, we're riding this out. We're quarantined. Ain't nobody got see me. Fuck. Fuck.
1: This is Fuck. disgusting. This so, is disgusting.
2: You know what it was when you signed up? Listen, uh, I'm sorry that you have so much anger towards the life that I live, but... I can drown you out by having Stereo pairing with my two HomePods now and I won't need to worry about <laughs> you. how you feel. Just let me tell you, if you don't have two HomePods, get them. Their game changer. Do you hear
1: the wealth that he's talking about uh, right now? Two HomePods. That's that's big money talk right now. Stop it. bro. That's big
2: money talk right now. I'm broke. i tell you one thing. I'm broke. What a fucking lie. When his stimulus check hit, Oh,
1: I'm acting different hey check your accounts I know some people that uh is pending in
0: certain accounts
1: donations
0: certain
1: accounts. say it three times say it three times so so you get the you get the effect like Umar, man I can't see pending transactions on my bank so I'm kind of pissed off but I know for a fact that my shit is definitely pending. I know this, and I know that it's not $1,200. I know that it's more than $1,200. So, please, talk to me nice when it hits. Okay? <laughs> the government oh. is giving me money.
0: This man got kids, kids, brothers, brothers big brothers. kids. Big kid.
1: <laughs> nah, alright. So, here's the thing, right? So, the way the way it works, you get an extra $500 for, uh, you know, per additional child, but um, it's based off of, like, how you file your taxes, and they, you, they used to be able to let you claim however many kids you had and that's how much you got back. But um, a while ago, I want to say, don't quote me on this, like four or five years ago, they capped it at like, um, you can only claim a maximum of three kids to get the maximum amount on your taxes, right? So me having six, now I got to split it up. So me and my... Um, my ex-wife or whatever, we do um, alternating years to where we do three, two, three, two, three, two. And this was a two year for me. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of blown because not only did she get that tax return with three kids, now she getting a free check from the government with an extra $500 on it because she got, uh, cause she got three. So I ended up claiming two and then my fiance claimed, uh, our youngest one. So my shit going to be looking all right, but it ain't, it ain't what it could be. Sucks to be you. <laughs> you getting $1,200. You getting twelve hundred. I'm getting an extra stack just for having kids. Psych. Okay. My cousin told me you have a the kid. They give
2: you five Gs. Like she was like you claim
0: it was like five Gs. Some shit like nah, No, nah, like, The way the the way you get you don't
1: get five Gs. But I will say this. I will say this. My tax return this year was pretty nice. I did not make as much as I thought I did last year, but my tax return was close to 30%, 40% of what I made last year. Okay. Like, okay. Like and, I'm, and, and,
2: I'm, and, I'm, and I'm wealthy. I'm, I'm not. not no, 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 no. Like, it's
1: really, it's really, I'm not going to lie to you. Having kids is fire. I think the tax credit per kid is like, Twelve to fifteen hundred. So it's it's pretty it's pretty nice. Like kids are some bullshit sometimes, but come taxis, I ain't gonna lie to you. They do they do make it worth it.
0: Man, I might need to have a seat or two. Nah,
2: nah, (laughs) it's not GTA.
1: Check <laughs> out the G wagon like in GTA. You, oh man! You mean to tell me
2: right now, if I was quarantined, I would have to have a little kid with me for anybody's his little school bullshit? Nah, damn, fuck that. What? What My Brock said? Is... What Brock say? Okay. I'm
1: fuck them kids. kids! I don't fuck give a shit about kids. your kids.
2: Oh man! No sir! No sir! Oh, that's we'll talk about it, it next week, but duh. NXT got this little Cruiserweight tournament that's about to be popping. A uh, little interim tournament they're to doing. It. it looks like uh, the, yeah. the best Super Juniors. So that's looking
1: a little pretty fire. But we can yeah. talk about that next week. We can, get, we can get it to it next week. I think the people tired of hearing us talk. They don't want to spend their uh, the quarantine hours that are so precious. Yo, the concept of time doesn't exist right now. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, if if wrestling didn't come on last week I would not have known what day of the week it was and that's kind of wild
2: I still got a job so I gotta know what time goes. Yeah. I mean I, I mean,
1: well one of you has to leave the house I personally don't I just wake up at 8am to go to an occasional staff meeting post some assignments teach a class or two and then go up on my day so I'll be and up to on the
0: hang sheet rock my nigga <laughs> like <laughs>
1: my nigga my My nigga my nigga had them Greek Harley hands over there man hanging that sheet rock (laughs) oh man that's hilarious any last words from you fellas any any words you want to get to the people you know during these troubling times
2: stop supporting Matt Hardy (laughs) fuck (laughs) him
1: fuck him right. oh
0: man that's I co I say I, I, I co sign that message, but I kind of do, but with Cody Rhodes. You know what I mean? Oh yeah! You know, oh yeah! Oh Cody yeah!
2: We let let it be known if I'm gonna be co host, this podcast is fuck Cody Rhodes. Um, fuck you and your drama, fuck you and your baby mama, all that shit. Uh, this is is, we're slandering Cody Rhodes every every <laughs> week. Um, I saw that AEW gave them. Cody versus Sean Spears and condolences to you if you watch that, um, that sucks to be you. I don't gotta deal with that bullshit though because I know my life and I stay away from negativity. But yeah, fuck Cody Rose, fuck Matt Hardy. Um, I mean, you can follow me on Twitter, but that's cool. Yo, apparently uh, I tweeted, <laughs> I tweeted, did Jesus is back today? with the dude hopping out to Tombstone, and now my phone's been blowing up with, like, thousands of retweets, which is kind of weird, but... Yeah I, mean, yeah, I saw you got yeah. a little
1: viral tweet. Now your phone on the fritz. That shit the worst.
2: Yeah, I'm a, yeah, just gonna... Smoke viral smoke smoke. I mean, smoke smoke phone they're not, they're not. I'm like, this is what y'all live for? Like, this is not what I signed up for. Um, I'm gonna just... I'm, I'm gonna ignore my... I gotta, like, ignore my phone now, which is kind of trash, but... Ugh, yeah, fuck Cody Rhodes.
0: I'm a with you. I like that message. <laughs> Remember,
1: I support I, that. I fuck with it. I support it. Y'all know me. I'm all about the hate. I'm all about the negativity. Not really, but most definitely, really. But fuck it. This has been the Undisputed Hater Podcast with Coach and Douglas Christ with our special guest Sky High Eve from the Black Thank announce out, man. and House uh, Table. No thanks necessary. You know, you're always welcome. You just pull up, show up. I don't care, bro. Just, you know, do what you do. You're always welcome. I'm never going to tell you no. This is for us.
0: Like, come ahead just kind of shooting shit with the homies. So I really I appreciate that. Sometimes it's they sh- just got to tell their shit sometimes, especially right now.
1: Big fact. Show respect to my dog when the Pod Nation brunch happened next year at uh, Mania. Oh, man. Sky, sky high, Sky high. Eve is the creator. So if you niggas think you gonna take my guy idea, understand, I will fight you for my dog. Oh hmm. uh,
0: so do man, it. yo, Caleb Braxton will be in attendance. You feel me? I want, I want fine women there. Caleb Braxton will be there. I want her. I'ma speak into existence. She will be there. Um, Nia Jax, you feel me? A nice voluptuous Once well, She will be there. You feel me? Um, I need. Fire joints there, fellas. Come out with your mauve suits. Um, only uh, mauve only, baby. I, yeah, mauve only. You know what I'm saying? Uh, silk fabrics. Um, if you're wearing any types of things on the head, it has to be a kufi only. Um and yeah, man, that's how we giving it up next year. Shout out yeah. to, next year, to the cool
1: fees. All right. <laughs> if you don't have one, you need to get one. All right. I didn't understand the greatness of them, but I I bullshit you not I put one on and oh, my intelligence wait. opened up 25%. Time out, time
2: out, time out, time out, time out. I know we're supposed to be closing the podcast right now. Hold <laughs> up. You got blocked by your boy. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> yo, yo, yo I
1: yo, I wasn't even gonna say nothing about it, but you know what? Hey. Hey, Umar Johnson, if I see you in the streets, understand you're going to fucking see me, all right? I'm going to slap the shit out of you. I don't know what I did to, to deserve getting blocked by you on Twitter. I've done nothing but support you, retweet your videos, retweet your words, you know, try to get people to understand what you be saying. But you can go ahead and block me on Twitter for what? I didn't do anything to you. I did nothing to you. And yet, you're going to block me. Me, a fellow black man, trying to support you, the prince of pan Africanism. I don't understand what I've done to deserve this. So, understand when you see me, when you see me, I'm going to fight you. You want to talk about oh, Europeans circling around the prince? Yeah, it's gonna be some Europeans circling around your ass. All right, I got something for you. Understand it's me and you. It's me and you. Your FDMG school, I hope you open it up. But if it ever gets opened up, understand, I'm near the first day to knock your shit off. Because I did nothing to you. I did not deserve this. So now, I have hate in my heart.
0: I know you was in the military, you know, but you got to understand. Umar Uma might have hate, you feel me? You was in the military, but you are not three.
2: you feel me? Yo, I'm one. You was in the military, but also know that you are also out the military.
1: That's right. I'm not in the shape that I was back in back in them days. I'm not gonna lie to you. Too. Not. So but like, Umar Umar ain't never been in shape, man. You seen that nigga? Come on now.
2: I'm just saying. I think you could have went a more peaceful route. But if you nah, there is no there wanna, is no peace. Man, I'm gonna pull up on him,
1: him at the um, Cheesecake Factory. Fuck you talking about.
2: If you want to take this route with him, know that you are so low on this, and I'm not.
1: I'm gonna smush his face in a piece of cheesecake <laughs> while he had while he had the Cheesecake Factory with a with a with a White Plains Queen. When he had to dinner with the ancestors, I'm going to smush a piece of cheesecake in his face.
2: As a wise man once said, my name is Bennett, and I'm not in it.
1: That's fine. That's fine. But I don't understand why he blocked me. And I noticed he blocked quite a, quite a other few people. And the fact that he's blocking black people, like as if we did anything to him, is is completely and utterly ridiculous. So he's gonna have to see me. He's gonna have to answer to these these negative transgressions. He's gonna have to answer. It may not be to me, but the ancestors will ask him. We gonna send his ass to the upper room one we need
0: day. For sure. We
1: we definitely need answers. I'm mad you brought that up, man. I was trying to end the podcast on a positive, peaceful note. Now you ain't got me all hot bother. bothered. I can't believe you. This is this is disgusting. But anyway, fuck it. I hope you all enjoyed. I hope you all listen. We'll be back uh, later this week with another episode. But until next time, this has been the Undisputed Hater podcast with Coach and Doug, and we out this bitch.